1: So if you curious fuckers love our podcast, Fucks Given, you are going to love one of my favorite podcasts, actually, Confidently Insecure with Kelsey. It is amazing. And she covers loads of topics, actually, that Aww. we really enjoy talking about. Yeah. like Thanks we are you, like
2: guys. Sisters from so many different misters here. Like, we are just yeah. ri- riving, ripping. I-, I don't know what the word is, but you just need to check out her podcast because we love this girl. Like, I cannot wait for the Aww. day where we... We can meet each other in 3d and hug mm, and fuck i know you and guys hug. have to come <laughs> over to confidently insecure we're the podcast where we're absolutely sure we don't know everything this podcast is a safe space for you to come and ask the dumb questions so we can all learn and become better humans everything from politics to sex work to vaginal health to brain science come on come take Ooh, a listen anywhere where science. podcasts are played <laughs> oh my god i need to listen about brain science when i'm fascinated it's intense
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely go and check it out. You are going to love it. Yeah, if you love us, you'll love her. Faux show. You're listening to Fox Given, the one with Tasneem, aka Hood Rat Feminist. Welcome, all the way from LA again. We've got so many LA guests on recently.
2: Oh my god, loving it. I feel like LA is the other London. From mm-hmm. you know, it's like the sister brother
3: feeling
2: yeah. that vibe, it's it's, the community of just, yeah, all that we good need to stuff.
1: Be. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually the best thing that's ha- like about this whole quarantine situation is that we're getting overseas like amazing guests on the show. Yeah, that's
2: awesome. And thank you so much for joining us. Like, we thank you for having me. Your work
1: thank you (laughs) so could you tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself
3: um i am an artist i'm a sex positive digital content creator Mm -hmm. i started on instagram back in october 2016 because i was in a womanist a black feminist theater course At the new school. Yeah, at the new school where I studied acting, directing, playwriting. And our professor told us that we were going to be exploring digital activism. Mm -hmm. So at the time, I was like, what the hell is that? I'm not putting that on my Instagram. I had like a previous Instagram. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a new page and I'm going to call it Herat Feminist. And yeah. everyone was like, that sounds cool. That sounds cool. So people from my old page started to follow my new page. So that page is kind of like obsolete now. And everything <laughs> is hurra Feminist. Um, and I started posting these one minute. Because at the time, there was no IGTV or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I was posting one minute do-rag diaries. Because I had a short haircut. So I would wear like a silk do-rag to like Amazing. have my hair lay down. Yeah. And I would always be like naked in my bed talking about my previous sexual experiences, like talking about my childhood before Instagram was so censored. It honestly drives me crazy now because back in the day, like you could kind of say and do anything on Instagram and nothing would happen. And now it's like, delete it, delete it, delete it. But- um,
2: It's when Facebook bought it out. Exactly. Facebook you knew was very uptight anyway with their content because you can have, you know, children could have a Facebook account. So as soon as they bought it out, they went. Yeah, we need to make sure blanket form like everything over. And as much as that is good because we don't want children seeing content they shouldn't be seeing, but also it it really fucked over a lot of people doing it good did. and and talking about mm. good things and important subjects. Basically activists, yeah, yeah, basically exactly. activists, sex workers, uh, mm-hmm. anything to do with like sex positivity or mm-hmm. sex education just got fucked. Um, which is you know it's like it's what kids really need to see, and yet exactly there's still violence and hate speech allowed on, on Instagram. And mm-hmm. like, yes, you can report it, but like, it's still happening. There's still fucking child porn on Instagram. Yeah, And unless you report it, unless you know, and you can find it and, and report it, it will stay up there.
3: Exactly. That's so fucked.
2: It's, it's really messed up. There are some, yeah, there are some messed up things on Instagram and they keep themselves in their little private groups. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. But that Cause that's fitness. what I
3: started it for was, yeah. it was for younger people, it was for mm. like, cause I was talking about my high school experiences for the most part, cause I grew up in a neighborhood that's not that safe. Like the neighborhood I grew up in, we weren't allowed to like play outside if we weren't in large groups. Um, It was like a very, we call it a hood, like in in Jersey, (laughs) like I'm from the hood, that's where hood rap feminist came from. But um, I was just exposed to so much so early. My mom is a single mother. She worked all day long. My grandmother passed as soon as I got mm. to the eighth grade. So that was kind of like the year I hit the ground running. I was at home, me, my brother, and my sister, just doing whatever the hell we wanted to do. Like I would invite all my friends over and like let everybody take a room and we would have like little orgies, like crazy shit. And I was <gasps> oh, in, in like middle actual, school. Actual sex. Yeah, like, <laughs> like everybody would be like <laughs> off in their room, like doing their thing. And then we would come back later, like, what did you do? What did you do? Oh like, my yeah, God, so Yeah, like, oh, so so exactly. Good. Exactly. Exactly. And so to, like brothel pimp, loving <laughs> yeah. life, and like,
2: like giving yeah. people that space. Like this is a safe space to do whatever the fuck you like. And, like yeah. And we were so kids.
3: Good. We were kids, so we didn't. Yeah. Although we didn't know what we were doing, we were doing the most. Oh, and yeah. so when I Everything. finally got into feminism, like I was in a uh, the woman is black feminist course, like I talked about. But before then, I was in an introduction to feminist thought and action course, and Ooh. I felt like the specifics of my neighborhood and the women and girls specifically of that neighborhood were missing from all the coursework the literature like the day we were supposed to talk about black masculinity our professor chose to talk about course evaluations for half the class time so I just felt insulted so when I saw Mm. that they were offering womanist black feminist theater I was like this is an opportunity to get Mm. really specific about black women and girls and so I went to that class we went to go see a bunch of plays i got to see like black women talking about our own experiences and it inspired me to take it to a digital space take it to Mm -hmm. instagram and i would just like make really funky content i have like triple d boobs so i will always have like my boobs yes. out like to get people to press play like i was ridiculous <laughs> honestly like at the time like i really didn't i gave i gave no fucks like we said no no baby like sex sells you just
2: got to use your best assets to yeah. you know promote what you're actually talking about we exactly. do exactly that Exactly. Like, i'll get naked anytime i can if someone's going to hear my voice more
3: <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly
1: fuck number 1 the last fuck
3: mm, um, <laughs> I've been really exploring a lot sexually just in the last couple of years I'm 23 now so I maybe around like 20 we started exploring like sex toys and incorporating mm-hmm. like lube I, I started using a CBD lube from Foria oh, yeah. Yes. so the last time we love that's the one I love yes so the last time we fucked like my boyfriend has really been trying to focus on like um semen retention I guess like <gasps> trying to like mm-hmm. Get his mind, like get right there, and then kind of like stop for a second, maybe kiss a little bit, maybe touch. Mm-hmm. So oh, the last so time sexy. we fucked, yeah, he he's been really doing that, and I'm I'll be like totally into it, like why'd you stop? Why'd you stop? <laughs> <laughs> and be like, no, 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 not yet, not yet. Like I don't want to, yeah, you know, yeah. so
2: <laughs> like he wants to, he wants to live in the moment and the pleasure. He, exactly. he wants to like carry it on. I mean, that's
3: bravo on him. Needs a round yes. of applause. Yes, wow. I'm I'm really proud of him, especially because like I'm this like sexy expert person you know who does all this (laughs) sexy shit online you know so being with me it comes with like this new challenge of trying to explore Mm. with me you have to leave your comfort zone exactly i
1: think i think that's what me and both me and reed have really experienced that as well in our in my last relationship and reed's current one like it does put a lot of pressure because we're we're coming home with like bags full of sex toys Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're like talking about sex pretty much every single day like so obviously which makes you hornier more of the time because you're like constantly thinking about it basically you
2: switched on and then of course it's like even if they are you know they do appreciate what you do and that they are your number one fan it's still going to be there at the back of their mind like it but you know like what do they really think about this or how are exactly. they going to portray this or will this will this stay the same that's why mm-hmm. you just have to talk to your partner all the time constantly mm-hmm. about absolutely everything and have a safe space for you know if, if at some point your partner isn't comfortable with something or it goes too far or if uh, then they're allowed to talk to you about it without, you know, us biting their heads off and being like, what? Mm-hmm. You don't want to have sex with me? What? Right, right. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: so was your last um, fuck with using the CBD lube?
3: Yeah, so um, mm. I've been really enjoying the, I guess I, it's weird to call it the fetal position, but I realized <laughs> that like, putting that arch in your back that guys are like, oh yeah, the arch in her back is so sexy. Like it's literally just aesthetic. Like it looks good, but to me it's uncomfortable. It feels dumb. So I've been like on my knees kind of like curled up in that fetal position shape and he's been behind me. We've been exploring that a lot lately. So he, um, used a CBD lube and like I have, haven't been feeling like kissing or doing all of that lately. So the CBD loop kind of speeds things up. Um, it gets yeah. us to that point of like, let's do it right now. Like, you're hard. I'm ready. Let's go. You know, even though I may not be as lubricated mm-hmm. <laughs> naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we, um, I've been in that position a lot. And our last experience, like the whole time I was in that position. And so when he finally did ejaculate, i went and grabbed my glass dildo from unbound babes oh, yeah. and paired it with the like the suction toys you know like the womanizer mm-hmm. all those kinds of toys oh, and yeah. use them at the same time so i'm in that position he Fuck. is using the glass dildo Fuck. and I'm holding on to the womanizer. I think I almost lost my fucking mind. Like, I was just there. Like, I felt like I was leaving my body. Oh, it, just, so it felt so crazy. Like my eyes are just twitching. My toes yeah. are curled, like my body. I'm like, oh my God, I'm cramping. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, when the cramps yeah. come. And you yeah. can't take it
2: anymore. You're almost like this pleasure is too much, but like exactly. I can't stop and you're like, yes oh my out god of
3: control
1: <laughs> yeah like those so. orgasms where you're pushing out so much you're like how do i even keep anything inside me right yeah. now <laughs> yeah that so that was out. amazing like yeah it was crazy like that was the
3: last time I had sex and it was actually a couple days ago maybe like three days ago but mm-hmm. the orgasm was so intense I felt like you know what I think <laughs> I'm gonna take a couple days I'm gonna take yeah. take some me time
1: <laughs> vacation rip, rip you a new one you're just yes. like well
2: I need to get back inside my body first before we can fuck exactly it. yeah, yeah. that exactly. sucks
1: all the energy
3: out yeah. but I mean, now that's... talking about it today when we get off here I might go and uh, resume where I left off. Mm-hmm. oh definitely like this conversation is basically or foreplay exactly oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and my boyfriend's here he's listening somewhere oh, oh, is he? Is he? oh hey. he's playing video games he's playing video
1: games <laughs> you're doing a good job I always get so many questions from people asking about CB lo- CBD loops like mm-hmm. how do they make you feel when you use them
3: I think um well I used to have experienced like a lot of pain And I just started to assume that was normal. Like when I first started having sex when I was having these like orgies when I was a kid. I was experiencing pain and I was just like, okay, well, sex is kind of painful, you know? And then once I started using lube and then CBD lube, I realized that it's a different kind of relaxation. Like I feel mm. like I'm not as tight, like I'm not clenching up as much. I feel like yeah. my vagina just wraps around the dick just in a different way <sighs> than before. It just, it really does feel like that, that bloom, that flower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like poetry. Like
2: my vagina <laughs> is literally opening now. Like where's the CBD at? Why am I, yeah. why am I not
1: around yeah. have, you, have
3: you ever thought about experimenting with th thc lube like actual weed lube i definitely would I've, i'm interested in and i'm interested in like cannabis in general mm-hmm. and i think that's why i love like Fourier so much and different mm-hmm. companies who are uh, experimenting and using those products in their wellness products but i had some negative experiences with like smoking yeah. Uh-huh. So it makes me a little nervous to try THC because I have these negative like anxious feelings associated. But yeah. I feel like living in California, everything is like more regulated. Like you figure out like how much you you learn about terpenes, like you learn about everything that is involved in this plant. And yeah. so now, like, where I'm from, like, they used to be like, oh, it's it's sour, it's kush, it's, like, a bunch of bullshit. Like, <laughs> a bunch of guys just telling you, like, what they want, you know, what you want to hear. Yeah, or, oh this going to sell? Exactly. Sell it it's the same with
2: but, over in America, because it's not, I mean, over in England, because it's not legal. So mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm. is, like, high-grade skunk, and that's stuff that you don't really want to be smoking. Like, I, exactly. was, I was the same. I've had really bad experiences. I've had great mm-hmm. experiences with weed, but I've, I, towards the end, I had really bad, Bad experience. I had to stop smoking weed altogether and even using... It put, you off, use, or, yeah, it put you yeah. off
1: using CBD
2: yeah which is like a completely different part of the plant that isn't psychoactive at all and yet I mm-hmm. still panicked because I still had mm. that like you know, that almost like that memory of yes. what it felt like so I think if if you are going to experience THC then you need to be in a comfortable place in an mm-hmm. area in it like almost like where it's been so long that you've forgotten that fear and you're like okay yeah I could deal with this now
3: yeah
1: Fuck two, the first fuck.
3: Oh my goodness, this is gonna be the OG story. <laughs> my first time, I had like ten people at my house. Um, <laughs> I have been like getting up to doing it before I actually did it, but like never actually going all the way. Like yeah. we would get right there and then. I would be like, I'm not ready. Um, and the only reason why I really decided to have sex was because I heard that my boyfriend wasn't a virgin the way he said he was. He told me he was a virgin and <laughs> the then I found out, was. I found out in the neighborhood, no, he wasn't. But I feel like he was trying to finesse me, but I mm. loved him so much and I was just like, I don't want him to have sex with anyone else. I don't have sex with me. Yeah. so mm. i have these 10 people at my house like my little sister and i share a room so yeah. i tell my oh, sister like oh, you can't no. come in here you i've know. been there Fuck. me and my boyfriend are gonna be in the room <laughs> don't come in like just stay in the computer room we had a computer room that like everybody else was in i had a and computer then- room <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, com-
2: that, the family computer and you had to, exactly. to get like our slots <laughs> no yes kidding. oh
3: my god that's exactly how it was <laughs> yeah. so my best friend and her boyfriend are in my brother's room which is like oh. next door and so i I'm hoping that like we're losing our virginities at the same time because oh, my boyfriend was best friends with her boyfriend and we were best friends. <laughs> so it was like this whole like cute thing. Um so we get in the room, it's just me and him and like no one else knows what's going on in there. So I felt like that kind of gave me a little comfort to just do whatever. So yeah. we're in the room and I'm like um you know, trying to be sexy like do you have any condoms? <laughs> and he's like um no. Cuz I guess he's expecting like oh. it not To, you know, go all the way the way we had been doing Like We would kiss, we would touch, but we would never really do anything. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, not knowing anything, like, all right, we could just do it, like, a couple times and then, like, stop. You know, so, yeah. so I'm like laying down on my Tweety Bird comforter, and he's like, we're both fully dressed. It's absolutely ridiculous. We're fully dressed. Like I'm like undressed from the waist down, and he has yeah. on like a jacket, like a hoodie, like his oh pants and God. his underwear, socks, shoes like, are like no. down at his ankles. Oh, so God. like we're both just naked from the waist down, and, but he still like has everything on at the ankles. It's like bunched up. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like he could fall if he tried to run away. Like he would be able to do it. so <laughs> i'm laying on the bed and he's like all right i'm gonna count down and i like let you know so I'm like doing this like covering my eyes oh. Like, oh, I don't know all right just like just do it you know <laughs> so, yeah. and because I was so attracted to him I feel like when you're a kid like the wind could blow and you would be wet you know so I'm like yeah. already like soaking wet and he's like oh like you you really want this you're so like, ready were you were you too young for the fear
2: to kick in because I was definitely not wet my first so I was terrified I was like <laughs> I,
3: I, I don't think
1: I was wet either yeah.
3: I think because we had been like so sexual up mm-hmm. to that point I think the fear, like, was gone in the beginning.
1: I used to read, like,
3: erotic fiction all the time. So I was already reading, like, all this shit. So I was like, I'm so ready. Like, let's do it. So he's like, all right, one, two, three. And then he just, like, slowly puts it in. I'm like, ugh. You know, do that, like, deep gasp that everyone does. It hurts, like, the first time. But then, like, the, you know, the next three strokes, like, it starts to feel good. So I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I was expecting the worst. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone had told me, that it hurts so bad. You're going to bleed. It's going to be all this stuff, you know. that didn't happen so i think that's why i kind of hit the ground running the way that i did because i had all this anxiety about it and then it didn't happen so you know he did a couple strokes and then he didn't have a condom so he stopped yeah. He was just like, oh, my God, you know, I was like, oh, my God, we did it. You know, we were both really happy oh, and everyone else that was in my house. Like, I guess they assumed they wanted to know what was going on in both of the rooms because everyone else wasn't having sex. They were just there like it was like a bunch of guys, my little sister, my best friend, like my, my boy best friend. And then my other girl best friend was in there with her boyfriend. So we go out, we come out of the room and everyone's like dead silent. And I was just like, you know, <laughs> blushing, like shy, you know. My best friend came out of the room with her boyfriend. And now it was time for everybody to go because my mom came home every day around like 6.30. So it has to be like maybe 5 30 but we need enough time to like clear everybody out i need to like you know air out the place it smells like yeah. book bags in school like <laughs> especially as so, teenagers the hormones and the sweat exactly and PO, oh, exactly, smell it. exactly. Yeah. so everybody left and i'm walking with my best friend to like walk her halfway home because i used to do that all the time so i'm like telling her the story like yeah we did it like did you guys do it and she's like no we didn't do it i was like we were supposed oh, to do no, it together no. <laughs> but i was so happy i was so happy and then when because this is like Friday so you have to get back to school on Monday on Monday Uh I find out that like my boyfriend's talking to this new girl and he's like been cheating on me it was literally devastating it was such a hard time and um, I remember because we didn't use a condom I thought I was pregnant no I thought I was pregnant so it was like absolutely ridiculous it had to be like Five days later, and I'm like, oh my god, like I think I'm pregnant. Like my period isn't here, and I'm not talking to him, so I'm like communicating with him through my best friend, who's mm-hmm. still dating his best friend. Like, oh, we'll tell him, like I think I'm pregnant. We need to talk. It was so, just crazy. so much drama. Exactly. exactly. Five <laughs> days later as well. Crazy. It's like
2: well, you kind of need to wait at least like a month. <laughs> yeah. To yeah exactly.
3: <laughs> so we end up, you know, after that situation, we did get back together mm-hmm. and after that it was like sex every day like when i was on my period it was like head all the time like wow. I, it was just ridiculous like it got to the point where he wanted to have sex everywhere all the time and i'm in oh, the wow. ninth grade God. so i'm 14 14 oh, years old
1: yeah it,
3: it got crazy like it, we would be on my front porch and he'd be like let's do it really quick and i'm like no like <laughs> i don't want it to- <laughs> he got, he <laughs> got do you- like sex obsessed yes wow. he got crazy yeah, yeah so really that was did. my first experience i mean that sounds amazing that sounds like it was
2: like as much as the drama happened it sounded like a good first time
3: experience Mm, it was it really was was.
2: it
1: was yeah it's a shame that that happened it's it just happens sometimes people just cheat and it just sucks that it was your first time that that happened yeah Mm -hmm. it was was sad yeah i think it
3: really affected my self-esteem like a lot of the stories Mm -hmm. that i told on instagram in the beginning were, like, stories of me not understanding my worth or feeling like I was beautiful. And so I would use mm-hmm. sex as, like, a tool to yeah. get love. And so I started yeah. having sex with, like, these different guys who I thought cared about me, but mm-hmm. it was because my first love showed a video of us, of us having sex to an entire football team of oh people. Oh, my fucking God. So, guys on the football team, who I knew like started trying to talk to me. And I was just like, and these are like really popular guys. So I'm thinking like, why me, oh you know? And in the video, it looked like amateur porn. Like it was like, you know, head like, Crazy, Like, you know, back shots, like just a bunch of shit that like you don't expect a 14 year old to be doing on camera. So he showed it to all of his friends. And then when we broke up, like they each tried to talk to me individually. And I ended up having sex with like two of them, (laughs) not knowing that they had already seen this video. And that's why they were interested in me and like all this stuff. So my high school experience, I kind of like ran away from my hometown and like went to college and just remissing myself yeah. and like stop fucking Kids with everybody. are so mean. Yes. Especially yeah. like
1: high school time, like the bullying is unreal and like they they just don't get that it's not okay to share those personal things. Exactly. I remember like once when I was 13, I was chatting to this random kid from another another school on um MSN Messenger and mm-hmm. like we webcam together and I that like, he asked me to like take my top off and I did. Um, I didn't even have boobs back then. Like <laughs> they hadn't grown in yet. But then he, yeah. and then he basically, he was just like, oh yeah, I screenshotted that, printed it out and sent it all around my school. Wow. It's oh my like, fucking God. I'm so sorry. Did he yeah, actually do it? I don't know. The, I don't know he if he, he, he actually, actually did it. I don't know. But like, I wouldn't put it, it past these kids though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's
2: I mean, this that's kind, kind
1: cool. of, that's kind of revenge porn in a way, isn't it? Yeah.
2: That 100% is like, beyond revenge porn. Also, he could get done for pedophilia, surely.
3: Exactly, we didn't have the language for it back then. And Mm -hmm. we also didn't have like the defense mechanisms that we have now. Like we Mm -hmm. could go and like really, have a case on someone yeah Yeah. but back then it was just kind of like oh it happened like maybe the principal would get involved if Mm, it's like in uh your school or something like that but in my situation it was just all my peers so my punishment was socially it had nothing to do with anyone else so he was celebrated and i was (sighs) looked at like even though that was my boyfriend it was like i was this big whore and like all this ridiculous shit that now i don't subscribe to i don't give a fuck but feminism is what helped me unlearn a lot of the shame that I had associated with my own body Mm. and just with my own sexual experiences. I felt like, you know, my mom used to say things about like how many bodies you should have before you get married. Like all this bullshit that now I'm like, come on now, like, I don't, I don't believe in any of that. Mm -mm. It's your autonomy, like you have choice. And it's, it's not happening. Sex is not happening to you. It's happening with you. Mm -hmm. It's an experience that you're participating in. And people have made it to be this degrading Mm -hmm. experience. But it's an enjoyable experience if you allow it to be and if you allow yourself to enjoy
0: yourself. You have one unheard message. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Fuck three.
2: The best fuck.
3: Uh, I was in college, I was 18 and it's, you know, thank God. It's my boyfriend now because like we have <laughs> wow. really great experiences. Yeah. But this was my first time, like, you know, leaving my house and staying with some someone overnight. Like, I had mm-hmm. never done that before. I had just graduated Ooh. high school. So I was at his house, and I, like, took a shower. We took a shower together. It was, like, mm. really sexy. But there was no sex in the shower. We were just, like, kissing, just really, like, loving on each other. And we didn't even really know each other like that. We had known each other maybe, like, a week and a half. Like, I had decided then because, like, high school was horrible. I dealt with all these guys, felt they loved me. Like, they didn't. I was like, I'm just going to have fun. College mm-hmm. is going to be great. Yeah. So, we're in the shower, we're kissing, and then, you know, my hair is wet, it's just a really sexy experience. Um, and he lived in the basement at the time, so I had to, like, walk from the bathroom that was upstairs to the basement. So, that's, like, that sexy, like, anticipation. You know what's about to happen when you get yeah. downstairs. Mm-hmm. So, we get downstairs, it's, like, pitch dark. So I didn't have, I always had like stretch marks on my stomach since I was a kid. Like I've never had children, but I've always had stretch marks. Oh, shout out to our stretch marks. We love you. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It was so dark. So he couldn't see my body. Mm -hmm. And I felt like at the time I had so much shame associated with my body, but it wasn't there because he couldn't see it. So Uh I was like naked and like really enjoying myself. So he's like eating me out. It's an amazing experience. I felt like he was the first person to ever be passionate about mm. cunnilingus like giving head like he was it was just so it was like perfectly wet like you mm. know he wasn't doing those little cat licks that people do it was just so <laughs> oh, fucking no, no. dumb <laughs> yeah just like so gross like no he was really like going all the way like yeah you know, all the spit in the world now i like it a little more neat but back then like the spit was great you know i'm naked i'm just like oh my god yes so uh he gets, gets a condom and he's like standing over me and so I'm like laying down on my back, like one of my legs is over his shoulder and the other one is like down. Like yeah. down right. straight, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like wrapping around him. Mm-hmm. And so he, you know, starts to penetrate and then he takes my foot from around his neck and puts my toes in his mouth oh my mind god, you so i'm young 18 Ugh, love i love. never had that experience <laughs> in my life he takes his other hand puts his thumb in his mouth and starts to flick my clit while my toes oh. are in his mouth and we're fucking oh my what? god what like wow oh. you know I, this How is like is fresh it? is he the same <laughs> age no, he was 23. I was 18. So he like a well, little more experience, but like not you know crazy multi- experience. But he was passionate about my body. Oh, Thought was like, really so like rich. celebrating every part of me. It felt like you know like he was rubbing my thighs, flicking my clip, like doing oh. all of the things. Like I was just like in. Heaven, at that point, I honestly felt like I should stop talking to him because I had given myself <laughs> this rule. I gave myself this rule. I am like, not going to fall in love. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to have fun. Like, I want to be in college. Yeah. If you look at us now, we're in a relationship, we're, yeah. we're in a monogamous relationship. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> so it happened you let, let that would get away you couldn't exactly that one get away. exactly and i'm a libra so like me as a libra i'm just like always like what's next love 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 yeah
2: yeah, yeah. that's amazing so like, that was my best he experience. sounded like he was there for your pleasure not exactly, not his pleasure, exactly. which changes the game totally and it's mm-hmm. it's not we're not just yeah. talking about all men need to be there for her pleasure. It's like every person needs to be there for the other person's pleasure. Exactly. It needs to be that equal
1: experience, like
2: regardless of gender or sexuality. It's so Mm -hmm. fun
1: as well. Like learning all the different, like turning on points on different, like on your whole body. Like there's so much more than just the genitals, like Mm -hmm. nipples, like biting uh... necks, like licking arms, like even like licking and sucking like fingers that really Mm -hmm. turns people off. Fingers, oh, 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 oh yeah yeah
2: fingers toes soles like all over
3: (laughs) it's early over here but i'm just like you know what (laughs) oh it sounds so good it was amazing it was amazing and like you know before that i was having sex with like these high school guys like Mm -hmm. guys who didn't really give a fuck, and you could tell you know they would finish and be like you good all right i'm about to play video games (laughs) or whatever you know so that was my first time yeah my first time ever like feeling appreciated and celebrated and i had like no insecurities it was great Mm. a great experience how how did you feel about the foot
1: sucking was that the first i loved it
3: yeah it was the first time i ever experienced that the first time anyone had ever put my foot in their mouth like after that it just like (laughs) It kind of like sent me over like my I was like, <gasps> like, I think I even like shed a tear. Of joy. like You know how you're ever just like so overwhelmed that you don't even know what to do. Like, yeah, it was like one single tear. And he was like, are you OK? I'm like, oh, yes, yes.
2: Like, I'm, I'm more you. than OK. Please just oh shut up and put God. my foot back in your mouth. Like. Exactly. Oh, my God. It's it kind amazing. of
1: crazy how much feet can like really turn you on. Mm, I, yeah. I didn't think I had like a foot thing at all. And then recently mm-hmm. someone... Sucked my foot and I was like, "This actually feels pretty good." Yeah, like, good. Uh, I mean, if you yeah.
2: think about like your clitoris or like any sexual part of your body. Mm. There's just it's a bunch of nerve endings, and mm-hmm. and your feet are really sensitive anyway. So if it's if it's do, done in the right way, it can just be such a pleasurable experience. Fuck number four,
1: the worst fuck.
3: Oh my goodness. It was so horrible. Okay. Aww. So <laughs> on like Thursday, I saw like this ad on Instagram for a yard sale. Mm-hmm. And I had never seen like the guy who ran that page. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I decided, like, I love junk. Like, I'm going to go. Yes. So I went, and he was doing, like, a pop-up shop. Um, and I looked like shit. Like, I didn't even know who, like, who was going to be there. I mean, it's a, I yard just, like, yeah. a yard sale. You're not going to dress up for a yard sale. Yeah. So, like, I came. Like, I had, like, my sleeping hairstyle. And, like, I looked crazy. But I ended up seeing a guy who... um like has this pop-up shop with all these like vintage clothes. Mm -hmm. So that sounds sick. Yeah. So like I bought some really cool shit and he was like, can I take a picture of you for Instagram? And I was like, I look like shit, but okay, I guess. So I like hold up the jacket that I bought and he takes a picture. And then like later on, he DMs it to me. He's like, um, If he listens to this, he's going to know I'm talking shit about him, but like, fuck him. So um, (laughs) um, he DM'd me the picture and he was like, "Um, how old are you? And at the time I was 19. So I was like, I'm 19 and he was 25. So he was like, "Um, can I have your number? Mm. And he was kind of cute. And I saw him. I wasn't really interested, but I was like, "Okay, cool. So um, we're texting and it immediately goes sexual. Mm -hmm. At the time I'm in college. So, you know, I said I was going to try to have some fun. Um. So I'm entertaining the conversation. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. He's like, yeah, you know, you're 19. Like, I could teach you some things. Oh, fun I'm like, then. yeah, okay. Cool. Like, nice one. You don't even know, like, from 18 to now, like, it's been a year and I've been, like, around the block. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're like, like I was, was having like, orgies like, when I was exactly. Like, yeah, you don't even like, know, you know I've been I'm
2: here,
3: not. you know. So I'm just entertaining him. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? So <laughs> <And> finally, <laughs> one day, um, I guess it's like, around Halloween, I go out with my friends and i decide like he can pick me up from the train when i come back from new york because i'm from jersey so i lived in jersey and so did he yeah i went to school in new york so he picked me up from the train and i end up at his house Mm -hmm. and now we're gonna have sex for the first time Mm -hmm. so now i see that like i came to this place for the yard sale but we go inside and he like lives with his whole family but he lives like all the way upstairs so i'm like okay cool but i have been like dealing with guys who had their own apartments but i was like all right i'm not gonna like you know be rude like i live with my mom whatever <laughs> yeah. so i go to his room and it's like like his childhood bedroom oh I'm like, okay cool but he has like these like basketball player posters on the wall oh. and like he has like all these video games in the system or whatever mm-hmm. so we're like sitting on the bed and i take my shoes and my socks off and he like starts like Talking shit like, oh, like, no, you have to put some socks on. What? Like, I don't like I don't like feet. And I, I should have left right there. Like, yeah. I should like, you know what? I don't have time. That's for this. A red I was flag. just like, I was just like, OK, you know, I was like, people have their things like I can't judge. Like, you know, some people don't like feet. They have this thing against feet. So I put my socks back on and he like goes over to a video game case, pulls it off the shelf and then opens it. And it's his condoms. He pulls a condom out of the video game case, right then and there, right then and there. I was wow. like, oh my God, like what the hell did I just get myself into? I'm like, is your, is your mom coming here and like look around? And that's what you want. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're that's still in high way. school. This man is 25 years old, yeah. <laughs> so he lays back. You know, he already has like a medium. So he's like using his hand to like kind of try to get it harder. So I'm like, you know what, like fuck this. So I'm like using my hand start giving him head. He's like, oh, shit. You know, oh, shit. You know, surprise mm-hmm. that I know what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he rolls the condom on and I'm like, you know what? He was talking all that shit. I'm going to show him. So I get on top, you know, and he's like, oh, shit, like losing it. Like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yo, you you must do this a lot. You know, like, oh, shit, you got some experience. Like he's literally saying this like and then mm-hmm. nuts within like I, it had to be like Three and a half minutes, oh, like, shit. blast off, <laughs> like, uh, like, oh, get off me type shit. And I'm just looking at him like, you talked all of that shit yeah. over text message. Mm-hmm. You told me you was going, you know, beat it up. You was going to have me going crazy. I was oh going to be running God. from you. All of this shit. And you just disappointed me so badly oh. I should have made you give me gas money like this was such Ye- a waste of yeah. time and energy you lucky you picked me up from the train station like this is horrible like <laughs> <laughs> so he's oh. like you know oh like when am I gonna see you again I'm like mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> <why. It's laughs>
1: never...
3: soon <laughs> 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 you'll see me soon well, it, it like I ended up leaving just... and never talking to him again Like never mm-hmm.
2: grew up like especially yeah. just his bedroom being like that I know like guys that really yeah. take care of their bedroom an awful lot and they don't redecorate and but like yeah. you know your, your bedroom's supposed to reflect your age and your interest mm-hmm. and yeah fair yeah. enough you can still be into games it's okay but at least like you know tidy up or yeah. make it look like a man's room exactly
3: exactly mm-hmm. he's like the son in the attic you know there's a lot of moms have yeah. those sons that are just either yeah. in the basement or the attic yeah he was in the attic I oh, <laughs> saw so a good
1: my. meme about those guys recently yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh my god I'm telling <laughs> It was so bad.
3: Like I, it was literally a waste of time. I didn't get, I didn't get any kind of stimulation, like nothing at all. He didn't give head, like nothing. It was so bad Ooh, well, for you, him. You did basically. get something out of
2: it. You did get a good, hefty life lesson. <laughs>
3: exactly. Exactly. Uh, now, Identify the red flags as soon as yeah. I walk
2: like. Yeah. Put my socks
3: back on. Oh, I'm yeah. out of here. Like.
1: <laughs> and yeah. I'm gonna put my shoes on too because I'm gonna leave. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but like, it's so hard in those situations, even. if you kind of get an inkling it's gonna be bad it's so hard to actually be like oh actually i've changed my mind i'm gonna go because like part of us is always like okay i've committed now like i'm gonna have to go through this like that yeah hope that things are gonna get better yeah always and even
2: like halfway through fucking or even like after they ejaculate or someone finishes just feel like oh well maybe they'll eat me out that the hope is still there but exactly Mm -hmm. i mean we can't we can't like shit on this guy too much because clearly he just was taught wrong he wasn't really allowed his like he didn't have any independence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's possible he just had bad sex education
3: and he just didn't have the option. That's where I'm at now. That's that's where I'm at now. I'm I'm always thinking about like how did I learn sex? Yeah. Like how did we learn? A lot of us were learning from porn, and then we just acted out. Yeah. You know, we end up in these rooms together, and then we're just pretending. Yeah. Nobody knows what's going on. And now, because it's something that everyone is doing, we need education. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs education besides, like, the pamphlets that they passed around. Yeah. When I was in the 11th grade, I had already had sex in the 9th grade. Mm-hmm. We had sex education in 11th grade. They were like, this is syphilis. This is chlamydia. Wow. These are the photos. They showed us, yeah. like, this is pregnancy. You're going to get an SCI, or you're going to get pregnant, so don't have sex. <laughs> Most mean, of yeah. us in that
1: class had already had sex. It's, it's like amazing. that scene in Mean Girls. Is it Mean Girls where they're like, Yeah, just don't do it. Yeah, don't have sex, yeah, you yeah. look for AIDS and die. And you're like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It just
2: freaks
1: you right <laughs> out. Fuck number five. The fuck that made me
3: I think it's it's the same as my best experience. Yeah. Only because i that was the first point i started to prioritize my pleasure Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. because someone else decided to prioritize my pleasure as well and so i really felt like echoed in that i felt supported in that and i became hurrah feminist like two years later Mm -hmm. you know i started like even though i was kind of already hurrah feminist it became this public persona where i would share my experiences and encourage other people, it doesn't matter, yeah. gender, sexuality, anything, other people to prioritize their pleasure and only engage with people who will prioritize their pleasure as mm-hmm. well. Oh. And, yeah, if, it's only because someone show me that it was possible. Like once you have a positive experience, yeah. it's really hard to accept negative experiences yeah. going forward. Yeah, Cause now you have something to measure it against. Yeah, Everybody doesn't have to fuck me the same way. Everyone doesn't have to suck my toes. But <laughs> as long as I know that I'm there, I'm not just yeah. like an emotional support pocket pussy. I saw that yeah. on Twitter. So almost <laughs> like, like, I've been an emotional support pocket pussy. Mm, I really have. Mm-hmm. And now. I was
2: gonna say it's just, it's, it's learning for yourself and helping others up to learn with you. But and also mm-hmm. by helping others you're also learning yourself it's this beautiful like mm-hmm. cycle of of like knowledge and mm-hmm. I feel like the more that I teach the more I learn myself it's like yeah. putting those practices into place well exactly. it's,
1: it's it's a turn on it's a turn on when people want to like learn more about your pleasure and they want to put you first like especially like if you do something really cool to them and they're like wow I want to do like something just as good to you mm. and like figure out like what makes you tick and like it's just it's so amazing having those like explorative um situations with people and like I guess that's what kind of like what I said to myself after this breakup is like I'm not gonna have sex with anyone that I don't have like a proper connection with and I think Mm -hmm. like getting those connections is to do with people connecting on the level of giving each other like great pleasure because I think when you have unconnected sex it's when the, each other you don't care about each other's pleasure basically yeah. yeah
2: i wanted to go back and ask you about stretch marks because i think it's something that we don't talk about enough and i think that mm-hmm. it's, it's something that not just most women have but men do as well and we're so self-conscious exactly. of it like what did what have you done or what are you doing to to get over that fear and to get over the the shitness of, of what stretch marks make us feel like
3: um there have been um points in my life where I kind of just decided to accept what I cannot change. Yeah. So they have all this shit on the market that's supposed to help you get rid of stretch marks and do this and do that, but none of it works. So I found a lot of um, just comfort in taking photos of myself just showing yes. my stretch marks i have a stomach full of stretch marks i just show them and post them like people say like oh post your thirst trap and go like you don't have to try to make it body positive <laughs> but it is when you've never you know it, it, it's body positive mm-hmm. if you say that it's a, you feel empowered posting photos nudes whatever of yourself like do that but for me personally i had never seen my body type in an advertisement mm-hmm. i had never seen it on a runway i had never seen it celebrated in any capacity so i just decided to post it dress it up in some lingerie you know put some body oil on make it sexy yeah. and just share the photos and i've found so much support and people telling me like my body looks just like yours mm-hmm. yeah you no know? you look beautiful yeah. and i'll say the same thing i'll see someone you know post a picture with stretch marks like you look amazing because they do it's not just Mm -hmm. like me you know my mom has stretch marks my mom had three children Mm -hmm. you know she has stretch marks forever i never once looked at my mom like oh her body you know people will make it seem like stretch marks are just the worst thing ever Mm -hmm. but it's natural either you were big and you got small small you got big your skin stretched Mm -hmm. that's just what happened so i accepted it and now i celebrate it i decorate it dress it up
1: (laughs) for fuck's sake this week's sex question is, my boyfriend and I have been together for nearly two years and we have great a great relationship in many ways except for one. He has a problem with erectile dysfunction. For as long as we've been together, he has never been able to get it up. We do other stuff and it's really great and I'm totally happy with oral and other areas of our sex life. But I have always been a really sexual person and I've always needed penetrative sex and I really miss it. We tried tablets and other aids to try and help but nothing seems to work and he won't go to counselling or even talk about it with me. I'm really struggling and it's starting to have an effect on my self-esteem and my happiness too and I'm beginning to resent him as he won't get help and completely shuts down when I try and talk to him about it. I really don't know what to do and any thoughts or help would be lovely. Uh, I, think,
2: I think there's a lot of people that can
1: relate to that
2: Yeah, especially not even just like with erectile dysfunction, but with the fact that you're dealing with a partner that you can see needs help and that won't get help. Mm -hmm. That can be really fucking hard to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, erectile dysfunction is often or not most of the time to do with like a mental blockage, a mental issue that needs Mm -hmm. to be unlocked. And obviously it's like a snowball, right? Like it happens once and it might happen the next time and then you panic and then make it worse. And it's exactly the same with like not being able to orgasm. You know, it happens once we overthink it, even if you think you're not overthinking it.
1: Yeah. Um, he needs to go to the doctors, basically. Yeah, definitely. That's kind of it. And like, if he should, I'm sure he wants to like sort it out as well. It's probably something that he's feeling super uncomfortable about, which is why he doesn't want to talk about it. But like, yeah. he needs to seek like medical help or see or like a, a sex therapist sex or therapist. Or a therapist. Psycho- Psychosexual yeah. therapy,
2: um, mm-hmm. can, like that is, uh, or couples therapy if he's Mm. not prepared to do it by himself. But as as this girl said that she's asked him to go and he hasn't and he doesn't want to, then Mm -hmm. it's almost like you can't mother him. You can't be there the one to to tell him to do something. He might never do it and you might be there wasting your life waiting for that and that's not Mm -hmm. fair on you you know you need to take your sexuality under control and and if you are lacking something then it's worth like as much as you might love him maybe saying to him like look i can't handle this anymore i i i I have to leave you i need to explore myself and explore better maybe might give him the push for him to get help
3: yeah Uh, it's it's such a horrible hard subject and i don't know if this person has done it yet but since i was a kid um Like my mom used to smoke cigarettes when I was a kid and I didn't feel comfortable saying to her out loud, like, can you just stop? I'm really worried about you. So I wrote it in a letter Mm. and I just put it on her bed when she was at home Mm -hmm. so that she would come home and find the letter. So, you know, your partner may be embarrassed. It may be really difficult for your partner to hear you. But if you put it in a letter and just allow him to read it on his own time and and just like not not even be there to watch his reaction and Mm -hmm. just put all of your feelings into writing and just leave it you know don't expect any results or anything or like don't even you know prioritize yourself Mm -hmm. in it just like really talk about how you feel about the situation for them you know and maybe he can hear you yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I really love that, then that like yeah i suggest that you kind of just like
1: it's like it's... we love you but yeah, i mean yeah. if, if that if someone's not willing to go and get help there is only mm-hmm. so much you can do and if it's if it's making you unhappy then you've got you've got to put yourself first at some point. Like your life is about you and you, you're you have your right to be selfish at these times. And like just I mean I I left a relationship that I was like still in love with him like we were still like great friends we still had great sex sometimes but like the sex wasn't enough and there were like certain things that I was like I'm scared I'm gonna end up cheating on you like I'm not sure I'm gonna do it now but like maybe in the future it will happen because I'm like this is always gonna be a problem and Mm -hmm. that's why we I, I made like the we both made the adult decision to leave the relationship because it was gonna be toxic eventually and Mm. I feel like that's kind of a similar situation if, if he's not going to go and get help then it does end up being a really toxic situation and you can't you can't be unhappy just because of someone else
2: mm. exactly yeah it's, it's almost like it's very possible but that you've both ended up in this situation because you're both with each other like it's very possible if you're with somebody else and he was with somebody else this situation might have never happened it might have never snowballed into into that sort of hard awkward difficult place because of the way that you communicate or like again a lot of it is pressure you know it's very possible that even if you're not saying anything like your actions or the arguments or like it coming out in frustration could be pressure be putting pressure on him to perform and then that's what's stopping him you know that is something that you you either need to work at together and make that active choice or be like okay there's only yeah like florence said there's only so much you can put into it and make
1: a hard decision fucking hell this week's sex story is all the way from germany um last summer i was at my brother's house party and i met a beautiful wait (laughs) why can't i I talk i met a beautiful puerto rican non-binary person and we kind of instantly fell in love matcha and i had the most intense passionate connection even though we didn't really share a language after making out and dancing for a while, we had sex on the toilet, which is so unromantic and it was mind-blowing. Oh, the first time I ever the first time I had sex with anyone who wasn't a man. Even though the body was the same, I kind of just felt the absence of norms and prescribed ideas. We we spent the night and fo- and the following morning together telling each other how perfect we would be for another if we would have met at another time in our lives. Definitely a fuck that changed me.
2: Oh, I mean, I know I'm stereotyping here, but those Germans—they just, Aww. they they have some good fucking sex education, and they yeah. they seem so open. Like, there's a lot of places in Europe that are just super forward with their sex ed and mm. and like sex teaching and inclusivity, like Scandinavia and oh, yeah. yeah.
1: That sounds like yeah. such a beautiful experience, like, like mm-hmm. having that connection with someone immediately. Mm-hmm. and like not having to sort of have those gendered stereotypes and prescribed yeah. ideas. is just like, wow. Yeah, you beautiful, just, you just, beautiful. You just
2: love who you love. You want to fuck who you fuck. You follow your heart and your gut and, and enjoy the ride, like no matter who it is. And mm-hmm. it's so shit that we still live in a world where it's like, but no, you're this gender. You can't be with that gender. It's, mm-hmm. it is, it's like all those potential amazing fucks or potential amazing relationships that could have happened. And they haven't because of like our stupid ways of, of looking at gender and sexuality. Mm, um, exactly,
3: we cut ourselves out all from like so much pleasure mm-hmm. and just so many opportunities for connection yeah. because of what we've been taught. And I think it's just so, such we're doing ourselves such a disservice just as a society. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. well go,
2: go you guy or, or girl or whoever this was that wrote it, like, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. That's um. I hope more people listening to this have that experience, regardless of of who they are. Like, don't yeah, don't definitely. question gender. If if you find a connection with somebody, yes, it mm-hmm. might be confusing, but just be honest with yourself,
0: mm-hmm. honest
2: with your support network and honest with that person and and something amazing could fucking happen
3: yeah and keep it to yourself in the beginning Mm -hmm. because there may be people around you who still still subscribe to traditional norms Mm -hmm. or whatever who will discourage you from continuing to explore that and continuing to lean into that so yeah keep it to yourself like you know it's not keeping that person a secret it's just protecting Mm -hmm. what feels good and matters to you Mm -hmm. yeah but if you know if you do end up having feelings for this person and
2: you and your support network doesn't agree then get rid snip snip, yeah yeah. see ya (laughs) no negativity it's not it's not fair on you exactly yeah yeah see you later
1: (laughs) (laughs) nice i love that story unfortunately it's time for our hours hours it's it's time for us (laughs) to fuck off like <laughs> i my, think you should fuck off i don't sure. know if anyone else's brains doing this but like my brain is turning into mush yeah, during like this <laughs> quarantine period yeah. i can't talk anymore my words are disappearing coronavirus brain fog i swear yeah um yeah it's all right guys stick through it we'll we'll get there in the end we will yeah. <laughs> Tasneem, it's been such a pleasure having you on yeah. it's it's been like, a blast. actually Thank so you. awesome i've loved this yeah it's been thank you for having
2: me
3: please tell our curious fuckers where they can find you um, I am at Herat Feminist, Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. I have a podcast called The Pleasure Pusher where I talk yes. about my personal experiences, mm. just prioritizing my own pleasure. You can find it anywhere you find podcasts and- Amazing. Yeah, YouTube, same Herat Feminist. If
1: you just type that in, you can find me everywhere. Yeah, yeah everyone everyone, go follow the shit out of it. Yes, <laughs>
2: and if you want, follow us too. Share our share this podcast, if this podcast episode resonated with you. Share it with your loved ones, your family, with mm-hmm. people, that you think might hate this episode, please share it because you <laughs> love that conflict. Yes, I love, oh my, I love comfort. <laughs> it's yeah, not really. It is passion. I invite it. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, Please, yeah. yes. Let's talk about this. Okay, give us <laughs> yeah. a
1: rating, a review, and don't forget to subscribe and follow us on our social medias. Come Curious, Florence Bark, and Read Amber X. And mm. you will hear us next week. Oh, next week,
2: baby. See you soon. Bye, Bye. Curious Fuckers. I'm waving. Bye. I'm still
1: waving like a child. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>